ममेवांशो जीवलोके जीवभूत सनातन मनष्टाइंद्रियाणी प्रकृतिस्ता कर्षति सो ऑल दिस जीवस आर द पार्ट ऑफ दट सुप्रीम रियालिटी ब्रह्म बट नॉट पार्ट एज रियली पार्ट बट एपियर्स टू बी पार्ट जस्ट एज स्पेस एपियर्स टू बी पार्ट बिकॉज ऑफ द वॉल्स बट अदरवाइज स्पेस कैन नॉट बी डिवाइडेड Similarly, that one supreme reality alone is that consciousness in me, consciousness in you. So it is one consciousness alone which appears to be divided, and that uh, limited consciousness itself is uh, when it is it felt or it is appears to be divided. That is called that jiva. which then goes from as though from one body to another carrying all the samskar but whether we are in the body or living the body a wise person comes to comprehend the self utkramantam sthitam vaapi bhunjanam va gunanvitam vimudha nanu pashyanti pashyanti jnana chakshushah so a wise person with the eye of wisdom comes to comprehend the self even when dying happens or when one is living in this body or experiencing the joys and sorrows or experience or confined within the gunas one can recognize the self so more about this bhagwan now tells in the 11th verse how we can who recognizes the self and who doesn't he says yatanto yoginashchainam pashyantyatmanyavasthitam yatanto prakrutatmanah नैनम पश्य चेतस यतंतो योगिनश्चनम पश्यत्मस्थित यतंतो प्रकृतात्मा हाँ यतंत योगिन चनम पश्यम आत्मा योगिन पश्यती योगीस द सीकर्स ऑफ एनलाइटनमेंट दे कम टू सी द सेल्फ एनम पश्यती बट हाउ डू दे सी द सेल्फ यतंत वेन दे पुट फोर्थ द राइट टाइप ऑफ एफर्ट एंड वेर डू दे सी द सेल्फ आत्मनी अवस्थित they see their self in their own self or they see that supreme reality in their own self so what is required is uh, first of all we should become yogi hmm. not bhogi so yogi means one who wants to unite with that supreme self one is as though separated from one's own being 
we have to again go back to our own nature. We have to unite with ourselves. It's like a, uh, as I said, even in camera also, sometimes there is a, when you try to focus, uh, the two images are seen. Then those two images, when you try to, when you focus properly, both the images, they merge with each other. They come together. Similarly, now there are two images, a little eye and the big eye, the jiva and ishvara. It appears as though they are two separate images because the focus is not there. So through our uh, sadhana, we have to bring this, both these images together. The I and that supreme self is, has to be understood as one. So for that, one has to this become a yogi and should put forth right effort. Right effort is, uh, first we have to, as Bhagwan has said, first uh, uh, gain vairagya and then seek that self with full concentration, with full faith, with full uh, dedication and surrender, we have to seek that self. First we have to shift our attention from all other engagements. There should not be any other distraction, there should not be any other agenda. So all should be dropped and seriously, sincerely, one should sit to meditate and realize. See, many times we sit for meditation, but we don't sit for enlightenment. We feel that we have program planned for after the meditation also. I will meditate for half an hour, then I have to go for that uh, meeting and then I have to do this. So already we assume that meditation se kuch enlightenment ne hone wala hai. <laughs> that I have better plan for my other ignorant activities. So that will not uh, help to gain enlightenment. It has to be done with 100% uh, attention that I want that state of enlightenment alone and drop all other engagements, drop other thoughts, other desires, and that is called Vairagya, and then seek that self within, seek that Paramatma, God within. We have to seek God within our own heart. More about this we will see later also, but we have to seek God within. So he says that Enam, this Paramatma, or this Supreme that which was indicated as Urdhva, which is indicated as Brahma, yogis see it in their own self. Pashyanti Atmani Avasthitam, seated in their own self. See, the whole thing is to seek the real nature of I, the little I. The real nature of that I is Brahma. So our whole attention is should be focused on that I only. We have that capacity to pay attention. So when we focus our attention to the I, it will take us to its own source. And in that source, we come to recognize the real nature, the supreme uh, uh, essence of that I. Hmm. 
సో యతంతో యోగి నశ్చయనం పశ్యంతి ఆత్మని అవస్థితం ఇట్స్ లైక్ యు ఆర్ ట్రేసింగ్ ద రివర్ లైక్ గంగాజీ ఇఫ్ యూ ట్రేస్ ఇట్ బ్యాక్ ఇట్ విల్ టేక్ అస్ టు హరిద్వార్ రిషికేష్ అండ్ దెన్ ఫర్దర్ అప్ ఉత్తర కాశీ గంగోత్రి అండ్ ఇట్ కీప్ ఆన్ ట్రేసింగ్ ఇట్ బ్యాక్ ఇట్ విల్ టేక్ అస్ టు కైలాష్ and then to bhagwan lord shivas jatas and we'll be able to come see lord shiva ordinarily people go up to gomuk and come back but otherwise if you go further then we will be able to see lord shiva so our thoughts are also like ganga ji flowing and then at one particular point it is gomuk like you can't go further but if you go still inside we will be able to come to see the source of this i the source of i consciousness which is our own supreme self so for that yatantaha so put forth effort and seek yatantaha yoginaschayanam pashyanti atmani avasthitam but there are so many yogis and so many people who put forth lot of effort but still one doesn't attain that supreme state of enlightenment so what is the problem bhagwan mentions it in the next line he says yatantah api akratatmanah na enam pashyanti achetasah he says those who are akratatmanah and achetasah even if they put forth effort they don't see the self they don't gain enlightenment akritatmanaha means those whose mind is not purified one without proper purification of the mind of the heart of the of the inner equipment which was mentioned before as nirmana moha jita sang dosha adhyatma nitya vinivritta kamaha all those qualifications one has to gain to purify that mind mainly vairagya so one who doesn't have that vairagya doesn't have uh, enough uh, dispassion towards the world and total passion towards the self it becomes difficult so one who is not purified whose mind is not pure and achetasah achetas means one who has no proper wisdom lack of proper discrimination and understanding so the purity of the heart and the subtlety of the intellect both of them are required to reach the state of enlightenment the pure heart gives us power strength and the subtle intellect gives us direction when we have proper understanding about atma and anatma with the help of the study of the scriptures like bhagavad gita upanishad when we come to understand so through the study of the scriptures we come to recognize what exactly is the nature of the self it gives us the direction to shift our attention it gives a direction to shift our attention 
see when we have to uh, uh, when we have to see something suppose i want to look at a at a, a a tree or a bird or a particular flower eyes are required to see but if i don't know exactly what i am looking at and all then somebody can tell me so those words of the person helps me to focus my attention on what i should be seeing so words themselves don't have power to see suppose i tell you oh, look at this uh, let me show you something at least look at this flower ah. so when i speak look at this flower that word which i am uttering doesn't have power to look at the at the flowers and the very interesting the ears which are uh, hearing also doesn't have power to look at the flowers so my speaking and your listening both of them are useless in a way but no not entirely useless they are meant for eyes eyes cannot speak and eyes cannot hear but eyes can see and this speaking and hearing which is happening helps the eye to look in the right direction similarly the scriptures speak mind tries to understand again the scripture says whatever one says and whatever the mind understand is not the truth but by studying the scriptures we gain direction we know in which direction we have to shift our attention so it is helpful to study the scriptures hmm? so it tells us exactly what is the nature of self and what is not the self so we can focus our attention there and when we have the purity of our mind then it gives us strength and power to remain focused but if these two things are missing or even if one of them are missing then it becomes difficult even if we may put forth lot of effort we will not be able to reach that state of enlightenment therefore in 12th chapter also we had seen bhagwan says that shreyo hit jnanam abhyasat jnanat dhyanam vishishyate that better than uh, merely performing or going through certain disciplines or certain uh, practice one should try to gain the right understanding so once you gain your practice should be backed by proper wisdom proper understanding otherwise it is just merely mechanical thing it might not it will not be helpful but if it is backed by proper understanding then our practice becomes helpful so both this uh, qualities are required purity of the mind and proper wisdom and then effort we put forth we attain the supreme state of enlightenment but if this is missing then yatantah api akratatmanah na enam pashyanti achetasah so even after putting forth lot of effort those who don't have this qualification will not be able to see or gain that state of enlightenment so after saying this now bhagwan takes up uh, another uh, topic another topic another way of indicating that same self
in the following four verses bhagwan gives the vibhuti of that self of that supreme reality the whole world and uh, all that is there in this world are like vibhuti are like glory of the self everything though the self is indicated as very subtle and very few people are able to recognize it only with the eye of wisdom we are able to recognize that doesn't mean that it is totally hidden that it is expressing as this world its glories are seen so just as in the 10th chapter another chapter bhagwan has mentioned about his glories so in the following four verses he talks about his glories vibhutis contemplating on this vibhutis we will be able to recognize our own self so let us try to understand this vibhutis yada dityagatam tejah जगद्भासयते खिलम यच्चंद्रमसि यच्चाग्नौ तत्तेजो विद्धिमामकम् यदा दित्यगतम् तेजः जगद्भासयते खिलम चंद्रमसि यच्चाग्नौ हाँ भगवान सेस फर्स्ट ही पॉइंट्स आउट टू द सन ही सेस दैट सन द मोस्ट पावरफुल इज माय ग्लोरी ओनली भगवान सेस दैट तेज विच इज देयर इन द सन द ब्रिलियंस एंड द लाइट एंड सो मच ऑफ पावर विच वी सी इन द सन इनफैक्ट द अवर लाइफ ऑन अर्थ एस वी नो इज पॉसिबल बिकॉज़ ऑफ दैट सन its light and heat and such power is there in that sun is quite amazing though it is so far away from us but still its light and heat reaches us and blesses us but this light doesn't belong to the sun bhagwan says it belongs to me yad adityagatam tejah jagat bhasayate khilam tat tejo vidhi mamakam so that tej brilliance and that strength which is there in the sun which is illumining the entire world jagat bhasayate akhilam bhagwan says you understand that is my tej it is i alone i means that supreme reality alone is expressing as as the lord sun the supreme reality alone is expressing as this entire world but in this world there are certain things which are more glorious so those most glorious things are pointed out here that way the uh, the light of all the luminaries belongs to the lord only but here the sun is pointed out as the most glorious we can we can worship it and it will help us to shift our attention to that supreme lord one may wonder that how uh, the sun and all how come that light in the sun belongs to god see we experience this in our dream also 
we go to sleep in a very dark room, we switch off the light and all. But then we dream that we are in some uh, bright, brilliant place in the afternoon. Hmm? So you can't even look, so you use some goggles and all to, so that you are able to look properly. So you say, oh, the sun is so bright, I can't even see. So from where that brightness of the sun came, which is illumining the entire world, dream world, it came from you only. It cannot come from anywhere else, because you alone are there, dreaming. So it came from you, it is existing in you, and again it merges back into you. See, the dream which we have is the most wonderful phenomenon. It, it, it will tell us, the, it will, it reveals us the secret of the, this uh, entire universe, how it is, how it is projected by that supreme reality. So Bhagavan says, look at the sun, look at that light, and remember that that is my glory. Jagat bhasayate khilam. Then Yat Chandramasi Tejaha, then the Teja which is there in the moon, Bhagavan says that also belongs to me. Tat Tejo Vidhimamakam. So at night we see the beautiful moon illumining the entire world with its nice soft light. Bhagavan says that also belongs to me. It is God alone. See, one may look at the world, the way we look at the world will shift our attention at different places. Again, let me take the flower. It is good, people are keeping flowers here. One flower, every person, uh, when they look at this flower, or uh, when we look at this flower, it can take us, our mind, to different uh, different places. Depend on what is our connection with this flower. If suppose somebody had given you this flower as a prasad from Bhagwan, then it will take you to that Lord. If somebody gives you a, a flower as a gift, as a with love, it will take you to that person. So different way we can look at the same object. So if I want to look at an object so that it reminds me of that supreme reality, I have to superimpose that idea on that object. And that is what is being done here. That we should uh, look at the sun with that attitude that the light and the brilliance which is there in the sun, it belongs to the Lord. So even when we look at the sun, it should remind us of that Supreme Lord. And if this is practiced regularly, then not only sun, but everything else of this world also will remind us of that Supreme Lord alone. Like the gopis, when they used to look at the world, everything is to remind them of Krishna only. Because their mind was so much in Krishna. Everything, even the, the dust was reminding them, the clouds were reminding them of Krishna. The river was reminding them of Krishna. Everything was reminding them of Krishna alone. That is, that is called Upasana. 
Upasana means taking the support of the known and uh, to meditate on the unknown, to meditate on that supreme. So we take support of some known object. We have murti in front of us and we meditate with the help of that on that Lord. So therefore this uh, vibhutis which are given here, they become support for our sadhana so that our mind can be purified and we become qualified to recognize our own self. So the tej in the chandrama also belongs to me, Bhagavan says. Then yacha agnau and the tej and brilliance which is there in the fire, Bhagavan says that also belongs to me. Tat tejo vidhi mamakam. See, three things are mentioned here. And if you see that in the verse number six also, it was mentioned that that dhama cannot be illumined by the sun, by the moon and by fire. And here all three are mentioned again that the light in these three belong to me only. Again, if you take the symbolic or the spiritual significance of these three, the sun represents our eyes, the moon, the mind, and fire represents the speech. What it means is that the eyes, the mind, and speech cannot illumine the Supreme, but the Supreme itself is illumining all these three. I cannot speak about the Supreme, but I can speak because of that Supreme. Mind cannot think about that, but the thinking happens because of that. Eyes cannot see it, but seeing happens because of that. In Kenopanishad also it is mentioned that eyes cannot see, but that because of which the eye sees, that is called Brahma. Nedam yadidam upasate, and not what we do the upasana and all, but that because of which we can see, that is called Brahma. That which cannot be thought of by the mind, but that because of which the mind can think, that is called Brahma. That which cannot be spoken by the speech, but that because of which speaking is possible, speaking happens, that is called Brahma. These are indicators to shift our attention. See, it is again repeated so many times because it is uh, difficult for us to shift attention. It's like uh, even simple thing. Again, I'm picking up the flower. When I'm looking at the flower, to look at the flower, you require one type of attention. But to look at the eyes, at our own eyes and the power of our eyes, while looking at the flower requires another attention. You understand what I am saying? Sometimes it happens actually. When we can't see properly, then we are not so much bothered about the flower, but we are bothered about our eyes. But when you are even seeing properly, look at the flower. Then look at the eyes which are looking at the flower. Then look at the thoughts which are happening while you are looking at the flower. Because even when I am looking at the flower, some emotions, some response to the flower is happening in my mind. So look at the flower. Then from the flower shift your attention to the eyes. 
then from the eyes you look at the emotions which are happening as you are looking at the flower. And as you are looking at that emotion, try to see that consciousness which is illumining these emotions. So that is called shifting our attention inwards towards the source. So for this requires practice. So here also Bhagwan gives this hint that you look at the world, but remember me. Look at the sun, but know that the light in the sun belongs to me. So the eyes cannot illumine it, but it is illumined, it illumines the eyes. The mind cannot think about it, but it, because of it, mind functions. The speech cannot speak about it, but because of it only, speaking is possible. That is my glory only. Further, Bhagavan says in the next verse, some more vibhutis. Gama Vishyachabhutani Dharayamyahamojasa Pushnamichaushadhi Sarvaha Somo Bhutvara Satmakaha Gama Vishyachabhutani Dharayamyahamojasa Gama, Gama means Prithvi, Earth. Bhagavan says, I am in the Earth also. See, it's very interesting, you will find that first Bhagavan indicated the Sun, which is far away. And that is how our journey uh, begins, by looking at God as some someone who is far away, in the Sun. Worship the Sun as God. So, dur hai. But then Bhagavan comes many steps forward. He says, I am in the moon also. So, thode pass me aage, Bhagavan. It's very interesting. Bhagavan thode pass aage. Then he says, I am in the fire. Fire to ikdam aath me aage. Moon ko bhi hum aath ne laga sakte hai. But fire is on earth. We can touch the fire. Then Bhagavan says, I am in the earth. So he has come even more closer, supporting the entire earth on which we live. So, Gam Avishya Chabhutani, having entered this earth, Bhagavan says, I, I not only hold that earth, but I hold all the beings on earth. See that uh, what we call the gravitational pull and all. Otherwise, all beings will fly away. Shankaracharya also has mentioned in other uh, Upanishad commentary that this pool is there in the earth because of which all of us can stand on earth. Otherwise, if that pool was not there, we will fall in space because we are just ulta latakare space. We will fall in space. Hmm. So, there is something as though pulling us towards that earth. 
Therefore, that when Newton was sitting there under the tree and the apple fell down, he was wondering why it fell down, why didn't it fall up? Then he came to know that something inside this earth is pulling that apple towards itself. And he discovered that gravitational law, which is mentioned in our scriptures before Newton. So, Gam Avishya, so having entered this earth, Bhagavan says, Dharayami Bhutani, I hold, I support all beings. I support all beings. Hmm. How do you support all beings? Dharyami aham ojasa with my energy, with my power, I support all beings. So, uh, even if if you uh, look, the energy of the sun alone is uh, there in the moon, and the same energy is there in the fire also, and same energy is there in the earth also. Without the energy of the sun, or what we are all eating is the light of the sun only. In fact, when we say I am eating sabji, roti, dal, chawal, yevo, what we are really eating is the energy derived from the sun. Some energy which is then we don't know how to derive it directly, so we eat those vegetables which derive that energy. So, earth, the sun has got this power. Same power is there in the moon, same power is in the uh, in the fire and same power has entered this earth and it is holding all the beings together and it is also giving energy and strength to all the herbs and all the vegetables which come up in the on earth. So, Pushtami Cha Aushadi Sarvaha I am the one who nourishes all the aushadi, all the vegetables and herbs on this earth. It is my own power which goes into this, all these vegetables and plants and nourishes them. Sarvaha, all of them. And how do you do it? Somo bhutva rasatmakaha, by becoming the moon which is full of rasa, which is full of the essence which helps the the plants to grow. See, even the uh, farmers and all actually, even that seed, if it is kept in the light of the moon, it derives some more uh, energy and it grows in a diff- more better way. So, the energy of the sun alone is there in the moon and that alone is in the fire and that alone is there in the seeds also, in the plants also. And therefore, it grows vigorously. So, Pushtnami cha aushadhi sarvaha somo bhutva rasatmakaha. Soma means the moon, which is rasatmakaha, which has got all the rasa in it, all essence. See, recently they have discovered some water also on moon. So, here also is moon is mentioned as having rasa, rasasvarup moon. And it is giving energy to all the plants and all. So this uh, chapter is also, as I said, chanted before we have our meal. We should we should learn and chant it. It is good. 
good for digestion also why because little bit of it is mentioned about our food also that god who is there in the sun he alone is there in the moon he alone is in the fire he alone is in the earth and he alone is in the vegetables and all and when we eat that vegetable and it goes into our body god alone is there as fire in our stomach and digest the food that is said now in the next verse aham vaishvanaro bhutva प्राणीनां देहमाश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश्रिताश
with this five expressions pran apan vyan udan and saman so that life energy help us to take in so that energy which helps us to take in like breathing in or seeing something that is also pulling in so that energy to pull in you know like the sucking in like our uh, vacuum cleaner type so that is called prana and that energy which helps us to throw things out from top from bottom throw things out that is called apana so one is taking in and one is throwing but this taking in and throwing should be well balanced if it is not balanced then different types of disease might come so taking in and throwing out is that vayu which balances this both is called saman saman vayu and this taking and dropping uh, releasing helps to get that energy which is properly distributed within our system that is called the vyana it helps to distribute all this energy within our system within the body and the subtler uh, energy is required for our thinking and for uh, seeing and for uh, meditating and all that is supplied by udana vayu even for dying we require energy if you don't have energy you can't die also marne ki bhi shakti nahi some people don't have time to die that is a different marne ki bhi fursat nahi that is a different story but shakti is also required <laughs> so that is supplied by udana vayu so this panch vayus are there but here bhagwan is for digestion we require the balance of the prana and apana so bhagwan says i only balance it see we feel we are doing it bhagwan is doing all this work our pujya gurudev used to say that we keep on eating and he has to sit and digest all our food we over eat and he has to do overtime so prana and apana samayukta pachami annam aham annam pachami i digest your food bhagwan says as that vishwadara agni and what type of food four types of food see there are different classification of food which is done in gita one classification is on the basis of the three gunas satvik rajasik and tamasik and here the food is classified on the basis of how we eat it so one is we we chew it ah another is we swallow it another is suck it another is leak it different ways of eating food in one your thali itself all this variety will be there so you take something and chow 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 that that is called uh, that is one Hmm. then we swallow certain thing we swallow without chewing so just swallowing that also requires that that type of food then another is sucking like a child sucks the milk and all and uh, the fourth variety of food is leaking like the achar and all which piece so this four types of food bhagwan says i digest i digest this food by remaining in the belly of all so this is also bhagwan's vibhuti 
भगवान विभूति द सन द मून द फायर द अर्थ द औषधि एंड द अग्नि विच इज देयर इन अवर इन अवर बॉडी सो फ्रॉम फार अवे भगवान हैज कम टिल अवर स्टमक बट नाउ ही टेक्स द फाइनल लीप ही कम्स टू क्लोजेस्ट टू अस ही कैनॉट कम मोर क्लोज देन दैट ही कम्स क्लोजेस्ट सो दिस फोर एक्चुअली वर्सेस आर वेरी ब्यूटिफुल they are like the journey of the seeker from uh, looking at god far away and then looking at him uh, very very close to themselves so where is he very close where says sarvasya chaham hridi sannivishtah मत स्मृति ज्ञानमपोहन वेदैश्चर्वैरहमेव वेद्य वेदेदेवचाहम इट्स वेरी ब्यूटिफुल भगवान से इज आई एम रिसाइडिंग इन योर ओन हार्ट as aham so first bhagwan was so far away as the sun we can see the sun sun represents our eyes so bhagwan says you can see me you can think about me you can talk about me you can eat me and you can be me as your own self so in your heart when we recognize god we become god in food in front of us we recognize god that food become prasad and we should take with full reverence that food that food has also come as god and the one who is digesting is also god the one who is eating also god therefore we chant this mantra very beautiful then the moon which helps us to think all that we think is god all that we feel is god all that we see is god all that we talk about is god so we have to expand this vibhuti uh, towards everything but finally we have to recognize god in our own heart bhagwan says sarvasya cha aham aham i recite sannivishtah i recite where sarvasya ridhi in the heart of all beings i reside in the heart of all beings this is the final residence of bhagwan and this is the place where we have to recognize god in our own heart in the previous chapters also we had seen in the 10th chapter bhagwan mentions that i am in the heart aha aham atma guda kesha sarva bhuta shayastitah और इन द एटीन चैप्टर भगवान से ईश्वर सर्वभूतानाम हृदय शेरजुन तिष्ठति सो यू आर ऑल्सो हृदय हृदय 
So where is the heart? Let us try to understand first where our heart is. First of all, we should know that we should keep our heart with ourselves. Not give, keep on giving it to others. That is the first, first condition for a good spiritual seeker. That he should not give his heart to anybody. Not anybody means you can give it to your teacher. You can give it to your God. But not to any human being. By the time you come, you will not find it there. <laughs> so, don't uh, keep your heart with yourself. And where is this heart? Lot of actually literature is there. But Bhagwan Ramana Maharshi, he gives wonderful uh, guidance on where the heart is. And that uh, it is not some physical place. Though it is felt near the physical heart, but it is not some physical place. It is that place or that spot. It's not in the space in the in the space of our uh, mind. You can say. Ah. See, there are various types of space. Why various? There are three types of space. In Yoga Vasistha, Vasistha Maharaj, he says there are three types of space. One is this physical space. Another is Chitta Akash, the mental space. Cyberspace, it was not discovered at time, so we won't go into it. But mental space. And the third is chidakash, the space of consciousness. So space of consciousness, space of the mind and thoughts and all and the physical space. So when we talk about the heart, it is not in the physical space. The physical heart is in the physical space. But this heart you will not find in the physical space. It is not exactly in the mental space also, but we have to look for it with the help of the mental space. And how to look at it? He says that, uh, Bhagavan Ramana Maharshi says that it is that uh, point where your I thought also emerges. Aham vritti, from where it arises, that is the heart. In fact, the heart is the chidakash only. The chidakash itself is called heart. Atma itself is called heart. Rit, I am. This ridayam is atma only. Hmm. Sat pratyaya kedna vihaya santam riddesha chinta rahito ridakhyaha. Our Ramana Maharshi says, that riddesha chinta rahito rid akhya. This atma is in your heart as the heart. Anyway, without complicating, uh, to recognize, you have to just focus your attention on that I and from where that I thought or I notion arises, that is the heart. For example, again the flower. I place the flower on my on my palm 
So you can see the flower. And if I tell you, you the palm is where the flower is is placed. Suppose you don't see the palm. You only see the flower. So I can tell you that palm is where the flower is placed. This flower is like the I thought, I notion. So when we, that I notion is placed in that consciousness, that consciousness is called that heart. Anyway, it is the source of that I notion. So in that source of that I notion resides God. God resides even behind our I notion. So we have to go to the very core of that I, I, I. So Bhagavan says, Sarvasya cha aham ridi sannivishtaha. I am residing deep within everyone's heart. Hmm. <coughs> so when we look at ourselves, we feel that we are present, we are existing, but lot of thoughts and lot of other notions are there. But when we focus our attention only on that I notion, then we come closer to our own heart. And when we try to find out what is the source of that I notion, that is the, that is the heart. And that is the place where Bhagwan resides. So, Sarvasya chaham ridi sannivishtaha. Aap ke andar hi bete huye Bhagwan. Aap mein hi bete huye. Us mein mein Bhagwan bete hai. This mein, 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 mein bhi se na. Uske andar Bhagwan bete huye hai. Uske andar. Haam uske bahar rehte hai. We are not even, we have not gone into the inner core of I. We are holding on to some other thing as I. Our body our thoughts, our emotions, our ambitions, our memories. Hmm. God resides inside your I notion. So for that we have to enter that. that This becomes a subtler sadhana. So these are all like sadhanas Bhagwan is mentioning. And this is the subtlest of all. Wherein we enter our own heart to recognize God as our own self. So, sarvasya cha aham ridi sannivishtaha and God is as what? As aham, 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 as I. He is residing in our heart as that I notion, as I, the real I. And what do you do there sitting? Bhagavan says, Mattaha smritihi jnanam apohanancha. From me alone, you have memory and you have absence of that. Uh, you have knowledge and you have absence of this both also. Mattaha smritihi. From me only, there is memory. And mattaha jnanam. And from me only, all knowledge arises. And apohanam. Apohanam is absence of this both. Forgetfulness and ignorance also, Bhagwan says, is from me only. Bhagwan's blessings and we remember 
Bhagwan's blessings and we forget. See, both forgetting and remembering both are important in life. As somebody said, that the secret of happiness is weak memory sometimes. Too strong memory, one cannot become happy. Because in life mein itni sari hoti hai. And if you remember, and then people, even weak, weak memory, they keep a diary also. On this day, this fellow insulted me. These are the things he said about me. One, two, three, four, five. And every now and then they read the diary, so it becomes more pakka-like. Hmm. So, our memory also arises from that pure consciousness. Knowledge also is possible from that. Forgetting also possible. Ignorance is also from God alone. And Vedascha Sarvaihi Aham Eva Vedyaha. To in order to recognize God, Bhagwan alone has given us this great scriptures. These great scriptures are also revelation. They are also revealed from Bhagwan only. So in all the Vedas, Bhagwan says the theme of all the Vedas is Aham Eva. Vedascha Sarvaihi Aham Eva Vedyaha. सभी वेदों में अहम को जानना है। I, all the Vedas, the main theme of all the Vedas is अहम। See this word अहम also is very beautiful. All our Sanskrit letters they start with a and concludes with ह। So अहम में पूरा all our alphabets are there। अहम means I। and I here, Bhagwan is speaking as I. So that I, the pure consciousness, the supreme reality, alone is the theme of all the Vedas. Veda is Sarvaihi, Rigved, Yajurved, Samaved, Atharvaved, and all the Upavedas, and so many other literatures which are there, Purana, Itihas, all the literatures which are there, the main theme of all this literature is to recognize our own self. Apne aap ko janna hai usse. Veda ischa sarvaihi aham eva vedyaha to be known. This should be kept in our head. Because people get carried away by the words and the things are mentioned so many and one gets carried away in different direction. We lose our track. Shankaracharya ji says, Shabda jalam maha aranyam chitta brahmana karanam. It is like this Shabda is, can also be like a maha jal, like a forest, and person can get lost in this forest. So, sabi vedome, only one theme is there. Aham, aham, aham. This aham ko jano, mein ko apne aap ko pechan. And how? By just focusing your attention on that I. Don't have to do anything also. Chupchap beto or is aham bhavana ko, aham gyan ko dekho. Just become aware of the knowledge that I am. That will take us to our source. That will take us to the heart. That will take us to God. उसी को पकड़ के बैठना चाहिए। सीन हिमालय से नॉल्स, 
we have those tattoos no us pe baith ke in first class if you want to go to badrinath badrinath to aajkal kedarnath for example you can take the tattoo sit on that and it will take you to that source now the very interesting thing is those tattoo fellows only told me that even at night when it is totally dark and all you just sit back relax on the tattoo it will take you back home also from badrinath i mean kedarnath back to the tattoo's house in gangotri you can come even if you don't see anything in the pitch darkness because that fellow knows his way you might not know you might require all those gps system and this and that and sign language and this and but tattoo knows he might look ignorant but he is quite intelligent so you just have to sit on that tattoo and he, it will take you back home but the attention should be taken that you sit on the tattoo not on some other place and so on then one may go in some other direction so this aham vritti which we have i notion is like a tattoo it has gone far away but you have to sit on it and it will take us back to our home back to its source it's very interesting actually. so vedaishya sarvaihi aham eva vedyah so in all the vedas this aham itself has to be known but who is the creator of this vedas bhagwan says i have only given this vedas also this knowledge is also given by me vedantakrut eva vedantakrut veda vit eva cha aham i am the giver of this vedanta this knowledge and i am the knower of that knowledge also so that i alone has to be known by what with the help of the vedas who has given the vedas that i alone has given the vedas who is the knower of the vedas the i alone is the knower of the vedas hmm so it is said atma alone knows the atma in the atma by the atma it knows so just one has to hold on to that i it will take us to our own source so this is very beautiful so in this way bhagwan in this four uh, verses gives this uh, vibhuti starting from the sun and slowly and steadily taking us to our own heart okay now now what now we are not going ahead now we will sit and meditate for 15 minutes so better keep your books and everything mobile off and mobile beech mein bajna nahi chahiye so you so close your eyes and bring your attention 
in the present moment. Become intensely aware of the present moment. Become aware of what you hear, what you see, what you taste, what you touch, what you think, what you feel at the present moment. Become aware of now. Now in your own language, which you learnt in your childhood, the first time when you started speaking, and the word which you use for yourself, I, that you can say in your own mind, I, my, whichever language, and say it once and just focus what you understand by it. Feel that presence of that I. You are existing. You existed before, you are existing now, so feel, become aware of that knowledge that you exist, that I am, main hoon. This I am is experienced here and now. This I am doesn't have any gender. It is neither male nor female. This I am 
doesn't have any age. <coughs> it is ageless, eternal, beyond time. Just focus your attention on your own being. I am, I am. Mehung. 